Warning, this podcast contains mature themes, coarse language, and hella spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Love and Horror, a podcast about opposing film genres and the women who love them. I'm Deanne, and I love horror. And I'm Laura, and I love romance and drama. back we are Uh, back baby rumors of our death have been greatly exaggerated we're here and we're alive we are in a sense (laughs) slowly dying but aren't we all yes well on that cheery thought welcome (laughs) back to love and horror so after a little few months break because life be lifen it was like we're supposed to take like a little break not no clip out of reality for four months (laughs) but alas well, I think we needed yes. it, yeah. For sure. But I am happy to be back. Me too, excited, yeah, when we talked about, is it time? Mm-hmm. It is time. It is time. <laughs> what is that from? The Lion oh. King. <laughs> Wait, was I supposed to watch that? <laughs> there was something about it this week, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I've heard something. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it is time. It is time. <laughs> What have you been up to over the last four months? Um, well, I've been planning um, a big life move. I am moving to a new city in June. <gasps> so then we will also well. have to figure out how to remotely record. We'll have to like do like one or two or whatever like practice from our from our houses. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm still in the city. So we can Work the kinks happens. out. Yeah. But yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. Big life changes. Yeah. I like look around at my house every day and it's like, I have so much shit. You really don't though. I feel like I I know you feel like you do. And and I think of like, I think about this often and this is awful because I don't want to like tempt fate, but it's like if a fire occurred, I'd need like three things to just get rid of everything else. Yeah. I, I feel like you don't have that much shit. I feel like you have a reasonable amount of shit. I have too much shit. I am two people. Well, I am only one, but my household is two people. Yeah. In a four-level, three-bedroom house. Yeah. That is packed to the gills. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. And you and I have both been trying to declutter and purge. We've yeah, been, we're, we're doing that five things a day. Yeah, which, which you know, I haven't done for the last couple of weeks. But. I I threw out 8,000 pens yesterday. Well, there you go. So. I threw out um, a bowl full of cri- Christmas oranges that have been in my house oh. since Christmas and were like golf balls. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there was more than five of them. So there you go. Also, okay. I'm off work next week, so I plan on uh, doing some painting and stuff, so there will be... I have gotten rid of a lot of stuff, actually, in the last few days, but I haven't, like, compiled it into Uh, five things to be worth sending to you, but I have still been making some judgment calls. Well, that's good. But, yeah, I feel like once you start packing up, you'll realize it's actually not that much stuff. Yeah, I, like, I did, like, a virtual, um, like, the mover guy, we did, like, a little kind of, like, FaceTime thing, and he, he was like, show me all the rooms, and I can, like, get a good idea of, like... What will be moving. And so we went through all the rooms and I was like, yeah, I guess I don't really have a lot. And then I opened the door to my sewing room and I was like, yeah, here's, here's where the magic happens. But even <laughs> since you had that little virtual tour with him, you've gotten rid of some of your 
like belly dance costumes, mm-hmm. which were very bulky and took up a yeah. lot of space in that room. Yeah, and I had like six 25-yard skirts, yeah. so that is <laughs> a lot. We took some craft, we both took some craft supplies to a used, like a craft thrift store in the city here. Yeah, I took more yesterday too. Oh, did you? Awesome. Yeah. I keep thinking I have, I have a lot of fabric I can take. I just, yeah, my heart hasn't been in it to go through it just yet. Yeah. But we'll get there. So, yeah, I I feel like I have, like, maybe, like, a couple of big jobs I have to do, and then I'll feel like, okay. Yeah. I'm feeling better about things. But for right now, it's like, I have so much to do. <laughs> Moving is such a good opportunity to do that kind of stuff, though. Yeah. Like, I found, I mean, I've been in my current house for seven years. Well, almost eight. Yeah. And I found, like, when we were packing up to move, I was like, okay, I'm going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get rid of so much stuff. Um. Because my the house we were moving out of was half the size of our He's current little. one, yeah, but still just packed to the gill. Yeah. So I thought I was so good. I was like really brutal about getting rid of stuff as I was packing. And then as I was unpacking at the new house, I was like, "Why did I bring this? Mm, Why did yeah. I?" So I still got rid of more even as I was unpacking. So yeah, well, when I moved to this place, it was a pretty quick move because I was like just going to look at an apartment <laughs> I was like oh these are like brand new apartments that are like owned by the same like rental company yeah so I'll just go like take a look at it and then I went and I was like yeah I want to live here right now yeah and they were like yeah. we have an opening in like three weeks and I'm like guess I'm moving in three weeks <laughs> it was it was very whirl- whirlwind yeah so yeah I still like I still have stuff in this house that I have not looked at since I moved right and yeah. it's like that's just going wholesale. Like, just get rid of it all. I'm not even going to open it and look at it. Yeah, clearly that's a good, I don't care uh, about it. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't missed it in the... You've been in this place for, what, like, a few years now? Almost. Right? It, it would have it been five years. Holy cow. August. Yeah. Wow. It was 2018. It doesn't feel like that. I know. This last few years, though, have just been... What, what is time? What is the time? The circle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's more exciting than my last few months. The, uh work project that I've been working on for three years that was going live that I talked about before our break. Yeah. Went live and then went unalive and then very it quickly. Died. Yes. Crashed and burned. Womp womp. <laughs> so it was it was some some very stressful times. Yeah. So. Is there any like ETA on when they're gonna bring it back? Um maybe April, maybe June, maybe in a year. Mm. Oh my God. Um yeah, they're kind of piecing it out a little differently, I think, though. But nobody tells me anything, so... Of course not. Why Why would the person, like, practically at the front lines <laughs> need to know what a company is doing? Um, the good news is, though, this time... Because last time, you know, they'd have a time frame in mind. And they'd say, okay, nobody can book vacation in this time right, frame. Right, yeah. And then, so nobody would book vacation. They'd move around their schedules, change plans yep. with families... And then they'd say, actually, we're not going live. Then it's going to be it at this time. Yeah. So that's the time you can't have vacation. So you can take your vacation back. But people have already changed plans. Well, exactly. So, yeah. So this time they're, they are so far saying that there is no intention to cancel or, or black out any vacation and um, just you know, work around people's that's vacation. Good. Which is good because I have another vacation book <laughs> this summer. That's so. right. That's an exciting yes, vacation. I'm excited. Yeah, my mom and sister and I are going to go out to the East Coast and yeah. rent a car and drive around for a couple weeks. That's awesome. Are you going to visit Green Gables? I assume there's like there's like a Heck tourist yeah. attraction yeah, that yeah. is Green Gables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're um, we're going to spend a couple days on PEI, uh, which apparently like last again what is time, but yeah. um, there were some there was a, a 
PEI got hit really bad with a hurricane like last yeah. year, I think. So um, a lot of the stuff you would go to see is not really hmm. in in good shape anymore. Yeah. But I think from what I've heard, the Green Gable stuff is on the other side of the island. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're definitely cool. going to go. I'm, oh man, the amount of times I've seen Anna Green Gables oh, yeah. and like read the books yeah. and stuff. 100%. I, yeah. I was so obsessed with Anne Shirley. And now in recent years, they've made a couple different adaptations of it and stuff. Yeah. Anne with an E and stuff. And I've heard that they're good, but I just, I can't. It's not like, the same. Megan Follows is the only Absolutely. Anne Shirley. 100%. Yeah, I'm done. We are a Megan Follows Stan podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Love and Green Gables. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's pretty much taken up my whole life the last few months is just dealing with work and yeah. The chaos that that came of that. And... Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, and that's enough. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but now that that has settled down, we can get back to watching movies. I did something exciting this week, though. What'd you do? I ordered new flooring for my house. Oh, yay, that's awesome. I'm very excited. That's good. The appealing, tripping hazard, disgusting yeah. <laughs> mess that my floor is. Hopefully, in a few weeks, we'll be much yeah, better. There you go. That just reminded me, and I don't know why, maybe because you said the tripping hazard, but I went out to the store this morning, and coming back, I was, like, driving up my street here, and there was this guy walking down the sidewalk, and I could see him from, like, a block away. He, like, slipped on the ice, and he did that crazy where, like, where, like, like your torso goes to one way and like your legs go the other yeah. way and like his arms fl- and like just like everything went crazy and I was like oh is he gonna fall and he like righted himself and I was like oh that's gonna, gonna like hurt worse it. yeah and then like while I was like driving like up the block and past him he was just like standing there like looking at the ice like you bastard you made me fall and I was like it's not the ice fall like I know that wasn't like what was going through yeah. his brain but it's just what he looked like like damn you ice. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that is? That anytime you like trip or anything, yeah. you have to blame the thing. Yeah. Stupid chair. I uh had an incident in your parking lot just <laughs> as I was coming up today and I Uh-oh. definitely blamed the inanimate object. Oh yeah. But I still maintain that it's the inanimate object. What fault. was it? So I parked next to this I parked my tiny little Hyundai accent next yeah. to the giantest truck I've ever seen. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard being a compact car driver in a yep. pickup truck city. Yes. Um, and he was parked, like, there was only one parking spot left, so, I mean, my little car will fit anywhere. Um, but he was parked, like, right on the line. So I was, there was, and, you know, and it was just so stupid, because there was plenty of room to open my door and, like, between my car and his truck, Uh but he has these huge mirrors that stick out the side, and the truck was, like, bright orange, but the mirrors were black, and they kind of, like... You didn't see them. And as I was walking, I smashed oh. my shoulder. And this is how big the truck is. The, the mirror hit my shoulder. Oh, and I like hit it hard enough that oh, it's going to no. bruise. But yeah. When and then I'm like. get in my way, I just pulled them in. Well. Like, fuck you and your big fucking truck. Yeah. I know. I w- and that was, I swore at it. And I'm like, yeah. stupid truck. Well, seriously. Though. Yeah. It's just like the, the guys that leave their hitches in, in parking lots. It's a. This is like my, like, I'm a rule follower, um, and it's illegal to not, to, to leave your hitch in if you're not towing something. Oh, I just assumed that a hitch was permanently attached to a truck. Well, the hitch is, but then, like, the ball yeah. goes into it, and that is removable. Oh, I didn't and know it's that. it's supposed to be removed when you park your truck. Why's that? 
Because it's a tripping hazard. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, most of the parking lots in this city are so small. So you've got this big truck that's sticking way out further than the parking spot yeah. anyway. And then this yeah. hitch that's at kind of, like, shin oh, level. yeah. If you weren't paying attention, yeah. you could totally biff out on that. Yeah. Yikes. I'm surprised that hasn't happened to me before. <laughs> it's almost happened to me a number. Well, I'm going to have to be watching for it now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Do we want to talk about some movies? Let's talk about some movies. So we have a couple of movies that we have wanted each other to watch for like a while. And we couldn't find like appropriate themes. Which actually leads us to a slight change in our format that now that we came back from our brief hiatus that we yeah. decided we're going to instead of trying to cram a theme in every week and have, or every episode and have um, some movies that we had to get pretty creative. And then it it really left some out that we were never able to fit. So we're going to do, essentially we record twice a month. So um, we'll do one episode that's a theme still, because we do like the theme idea still. Uh, And then one episode that's a free-for-all. So our first one back, we decided pick one that we have had on our list forever and haven't been able to fit in. So this is our first free-for-all. Yeah. So we're going to start with uh, Laura's movie, or Laura's pick for me. And she had me watch The Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this movie. Um, did you know anything about The Lion King? Um, I mean, I knew that The Lion King existed. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, I know what, like, if I, like, see a still from it or whatever, it's like, oh, yes, that is Lion King. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I figured it was about a lion that grows up to be king of the jungle. No. You know, it's about a lion who was a king. <laughs> it's fairly astute. Yeah. Uh, well, The Lion King was released in 1994, directed by Roger Allers and Rob Mikanoff. It stars... Amongst many others, Matthew Broderick, Jeremy Irons, James Earl Jones, Rowan Atkinson, Whoopi Goldberg, Nathan Lane, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who oh, in 1994, JTT. JTT, oh, so dreamy. I was a little old for so JTT, I. so I never, but like, I, I was sister, aware of his. My sister uh, loved JTT. Yeah, I had younger cousins and stuff who had his pictures all over the yes. walls. Yes, yeah, we, we grew up sharing a bedroom, so like mm. half the wall was like JTT and like all those like teeny bopper boys and the other half of the wall was like riot girl yeah pretty much yeah that just made me think of that uh i was telling you about that 90s show oh yeah yeah that i i watched all the episodes of the first season and the first episode they introduce a supposed to be an edgy character Uh. who's not like other girls (laughs) and in her bedroom it just has a big sign up on above her bed that says riot girl g-r-r-r-l and oh, it's like yes. oh that's how you know she's a riot girl because yep. that's exactly what yep. a riot she girl would a, do is say yeah. i'm a riot girl absolutely and then you know her brother is into rock and roll and he has a a poster that just says rock and roll right, exactly <laughs> with a music note on it <laughs> <laughs> a treble clef <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway sorry back to uh, the actual thing we were watching so it had a budget of 45 million dollars and it grossed million. Holy shit. Almost a billion dollars. Oh my god. I don't think we've had a... Is that like the highest grossing movie we've had on the show yet? I think so. Damn. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic. An interesting thing happened that I think Mm. this might be a love and horror first. Okay. So Rotten Tomatoes, it had a 93% fresh rating and a 93% audience score. Okay. And Metacritic had 88 Metascore and 8.8 user. 
Ooh, so they cool. both like coincided. I like that. Uh, I had a hard time finding like a bad review about this. Wow. I do have one. Okay. And I wrote it down just because it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's somebody clearly taking themselves too seriously. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, but I'll read you some of the um, the reviews that I did find. Yeah. Uh, so the overall critic consensus was that it's an emotionally stirring, richly drawn, and beautifully animated. The Lion King is a is a pride within Disney's pantheon oh, of classic family films. The Associated Press gave it a hundred. A musical, thrilling and breathtaking coming of age movie. And then the only other one I wrote down other than this negative one <laughs> is uh, Roger Ebert. I didn't write down what his actual score was, but he mm. said, basically what we have here is a drama with comedy occasionally lifting the mood. The result is a surprising seriousness. This isn't the mindless romp with cute animals. Um, oh, and sorry. And then I wrote down the Washington Sun. They gave it 50 oh. out of 100. Shake, uh, Shakespearean in tone, epic in scope. It seems much more appropriate for grown-ups than kids. If truth be told, even for adults, it's downright strange. What? That's so... <laughs> I don't know what's strange. It is very Shakespearean. It oh, is very, very much, um, yes. But I don't know that it's not appropriate for kids. I mean, it's, yeah. it's dark in places, but... Any Disney yeah, I don't movie know. I is. I feel like kids would still yeah. like it. Um, yeah, I think most most Disney movies are dark in places, yeah, and they absolutely. all have these big morals. So yeah. the the uh, one that I had to include, and this was just a user review, um, he said, "I never loved this movie, and slowly I have come to not like it. While I like the plot and message, I don't get why Mufasa thinks hyenas are bad, and I don't understand how Scar's rule made the land so desolate. I believe." the hyena resurgence should not result in such change because they are a part of the ecosystem and are as equal as the other animals. In my opinion, Scar was doing the hyenas and the land a good deed by killing Mufasa, who I deem to be a fascist. We get it. You voted for Trump. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, that gave me a chuckle. Oh, right. Um, so why don't you tell me, I've got, um, like, I could have gone for pages and pages with fun facts. Yeah. I had to just stop myself at a point. I'm yeah. sure I missed some really interesting stuff, but, like, yeah. I couldn't even keep reading anymore. Yeah. There was so much. So I'll let you tell me the plot. Okay. And um, if there's anything I can pepper in, I shall. Okay. The Lion King is about Simba, heir to the throne at Pride Rock. One day he sees his father killed by his jealous uncle Scar and runs off to avoid being killed himself. While away, he grows up with his friends Timon and Pumbaa, a meerkat and warthog. Simba is reunited with his childhood friend Nala when she's out on a hunt. Nala tells how awful the kingdom is now that Scar is king. No food, no water, the savanna is in disrepair since the hyenas moved in. Convinced by the cloud ghost of his dad, Simba goes back to Pride Rock to fight for the throne, proving that he's the good guy. Simba doesn't kill Scar, but he does let the hyenas tear him apart. Order returns to Pride Rock, and Simba and Nala welcome their own child, the Circle of Life. Do I start singing now? Uh, I, I mean, shocked you haven't. You know there's going to be singing. Oh, there's going to be singing. Yeah. It's the Circle of Life. Uh, my husband watched this movie with me last night, oh, and uh, I think he regretted his oh, did decision he? Oh. to... I mean, I didn't shut up the... I have seen this movie so many times that I oh, can yeah. recite not only the music, but a lot of the 
lines as oh, well. Oh, really? So, wow. Yes. What year did this come out again? 94. 94, okay. I, I was thinking about this as I was, like, watching it last night, and the Circle of Life, like, the first big mm-hmm. musical number, and, like, my eyes were tearing up. I'm Aww. like, I'm pretty sure I would have to say this is my favorite Disney movie. Is that right? Wow. I love it so Aww. much. Um, when I was in high school, we did a... <laughs> like a choir trip, choir and band trip every uh-huh. year. And one year we decided to put on like a whole production, not just sing random choir songs. Whoa. So we sang all of the music from The Lion King, but we also had like it acted out. So wow. we Did had, you wear a big lion mane? Well, I wasn't good enough to be a lion. Oh. You know what I was? Were you a meerkat? No. Oh. <laughs> I was one of the buzzards that circled almost dead Simba. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, we, and like, you know how high school, like, musicals and like, I don't know if you were ever involved in any of that kind of stuff, but the, the, when you're in those groups in high school, it's like your whole life and you think these are like Mm. my, my people and we're going to be close forever. And like, you, you get really like insular and Mm. like, it's, this Mm -hmm. is your whole life and it's so meaningful. Yeah. So it felt like that. Like we were were really doing something. My high school didn't have that. Like every once in a while, like not even like once a year, they'd be like, guess we'll put on a play. Oh. But like we didn't have like a drama like department or anything. We had a a big musical every year and then we did like the one act plays and stuff. We, yeah, we did quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, We just, it was like, there was like nothing like that. Like Hmm. every once in a while it was just like. Yeah, I guess we could put on a play. I mean, you went to a Catholic high school, so I'm sure that there would have been issues with any of the... I mean, we... there, there were... Yeah, like, there was definitely, like, the passion play every yeah. year. Yeah, so. <laughs> I went to a very much not Catholic yeah. high school. Um, and in the four years I was there, I mean, we did... Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and Godspell, oh, which are both... Wow. Bible stories. Yeah, but yeah. They're great musicals. Yeah, anyway, for sure. I feel like as we're talking, I'm going to be like, who did that voice? Who was that? Who yes. was that? Because, like, every time I watch it, I was like, I know that voice, but I don't know that voice. The only one I know is Darth Vader. So I, I was stupid and I didn't have my notebook with me while I was watching it because I'm mm. like, I've seen this so many times. There's nothing I'm going to yeah. need to make note of. But there are so many good quotes in this movie. Yeah. And that I was like, oh, I'm going to have to bring that up. Oh, I'm going to have to bring that up. And I didn't write them down. And Aww. I'm like, I'll remember them. And I don't remember it. Goddamn one. But, Maybe as we're talking, um, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's just, I have so many feelings about so many things in this movie. But yes, I, I know a lot of who the voices are and okay. stuff. And I love that kind of stuff. So I'll just let you um, dive in with your review. And if I think of anything, I will add it. Okay. Sounds good. So this is another one of those movies that I learned like, now that I've seen it, it's like, oh, I get so many cultural references yes. now. That was, okay, so that was the whole point of what I was just saying with the quotes and stuff. And then I lost my train of mm. thought. Um, maybe it's on its way to Busan. Um, <laughs> and it's never coming back. Um, but yes, I quote, there's a lot of things that I quote. Like, I say it is time. Yeah. Um, quite often. There's, there's quite a few things that I'll quote from this movie. So I'm yeah. like, I wonder if she'll... Pick up any of those. So. But yeah. yes, there's definitely a lot of cultural references. Yeah, like just starting right off the bat with... Ah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, 
Oh, time I hear that all the time. Check my social media. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, it's a TikTok, isn't it? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's like... I hear that referenced all the time. Or like I've seen videos where people like hold up like their like their pet cat yeah, to yeah. do the thing, and it's like, oh, I thought people were just being weird. <laughs> well, I mean, they were weird for a reason. Yeah. Um, this is like I feel like this is kind of one of those first movies that came out in like sort of that like resurgence of yes. Disney kind of yeah. thing. And so it's funny because you might think of this as like a modern Disney movie, but the animation looks so different compared to what we see now. Yeah, like. Well, I you don't like see much still... 2D animation anymore. Yeah, I feel like it's still a lot of, like, flat sets with, yeah. like, the character kind of moving through it kind of thing. That was actually intentional with this movie. Mm, okay. They wanted it to have kind of this sweeping, like, artistic look in the background. They initially envisioned it to have almost, like, like the backgrounds and stuff weren't going to look real. They were going to have, like, this African print, like, design and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's lots of references in the in all the facts that I read about how the look of it was oh, intended. Cool. I there's like a couple of parts in that movie where I can see they kind of like held on to that a little bit more. Mm. Like later when um the uh the meerkat I don't know who's who but the meerkat does this little like hula dance and they have like just like oh, the different yeah, colors. Can, yep, yep, for some bacon. Yeah, it just um, uh. Like, that kind of looks like, like, it stops being, like, a regular scene. Oh, yeah. It just has, like, like the splashes of color yeah. behind it. Um, the meerkat is Timon. Timon. Okay. So, then we finally get to see uh, Simba the first time. And it's a baby kitty. He's so and cute. he's so cute. And then you see why we're seeing all the other, like, animals. It's not just, like, an introduction. Like, I'm elephant and I'm tiger or whatever. <laughs> it's, like... No, they're all coming to, to see the baby kitty. Yeah. And everybody loves the baby kitty. Who doesn't love a baby kitty? Yeah. And the baby kitty is just like looking around like, what's going on? <laughs> and then the crazy monkey puts blood on his forehead? No, it's like from a plant. Oh, yes. Like a gourd. Plant blood. <laughs> um, so then I was immediately thinking too hard about this. And I'm like... We're in Africa. Why is Scar and the bird British? There is only one character in the movie that speaks with an African and it's accent. The and the actor who plays him is American. What? Yeah. Who plays him? Oh shoot, what's his name? It's not a it's not a like famous oh, okay. actor. I think he's like a a voice. Oh, okay. Actor. What's his name here? Or I mean maybe he might be. Uh Robert Guillaume. Okay. He is black, but he's not, like, he's American. Name. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um. Yeah. So Scar and the bird, who is Zazu? I Zazu. Think? Yeah. Zazu. They're British, but then Mufasa is not British, even though he's Scar's brother. He's yeah. Darth Vader. So he's from, <laughs> he's from Tatooine. Um, apparently this actor... This Robert Guillaume is, yeah. is, and now that I look at pictures of him, I'm like, oh no, he is a famous Oh, let me see pictures of him. Like, his face is very familiar to me. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is that Benson? Was he on Benson? That's a very deep cut from the 80s. Oh, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> is Benson the name of the show, or is that a... Possibly. I think it's the name of the show and, and his the character. character. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was Benson. Um, so I apologize there, for there my probably... cultural, uh, <laughs> my pop culture ineptitude. There are probably considerably more famous roles that he has been in, but I see that face and it's like, oh, it's Benson. Um, he was in something, he was in one episode of a show called Sister Kate. So now oh, I just want to okay. sing, if I could jimmy like my sister Kate. Shake it like a bowl of jelly on a plate. Um, so then we come up with the, the, the next sort of big musical number. It opens with the circle of life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, of course, circle. Yes, this, of course, this song would be in this movie. <laughs> and then we come up with the next one, which is children singing. Oh, yes. Your favorite. Thing. And I just, I, I just had to cringe through the whole thing because it's like, it's children singing, but there's also like a certain element of like rocking out a little bit. Like, I'm going to be the main event. I'm going to do something sick and work it on my roar. It's like, just Thus far a rather uninspiring thing. I, don't. I love that song. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. I just want the ground to swallow me up. Just, oh, I don't Or like a rhino it. to sit on you? Maybe. Yeah, something put me out of my misery. So they're going through, or uh, Simba's kind of like learning the, the the lay of the land or whatever, and Scar's being a little bitch-ass Scar. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you should go and do this thing if you think you're so brave. Go to the elephant graveyard and piss around in there. And that's what a totally brave cat will do, even though your dad said not to. Like, what are you, a little bitch? You're going to do what your dad says all the time? Go to the elephant graveyard. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm no bitch. Yeah. And uh, he takes his girlfriend, Nala, and they go through the elephant graveyard. And, of course, the, the bad hyenas live there. And they're like, what are you doing here? And they're, like, trying to fight him. And so finally Mufasa comes to to the rescue. And he's, like, he's like fighting all the, all the hyenas because they're, like, picking on uh on Simba and he's like if you ever come near my son again it's like bitch they fucking like walked into, yeah, into they their house. near you you didn't come near them yeah exactly yeah. um originally so one thing i learned through reading the the facts and trivia about this is that like every single aspect of the movie was like it was going to be like this but then it was changed to this like this went through so many oh, iterations geez. But originally, Scar was not supposed to be Mufasa's brother. He was just oh. another random lion, okay. which is why they don't look anything alike. Yeah. Um, but then they decided that it would have that more, like, Shakespearean kind of... Yeah. Um, like, give him more motivation to yeah. want to kill the king. So they're related, but Scar is the milkman's kid. Maybe. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, and then the way that scene ended, I was just like, well... Something awful is going to happen to Mufasa. Obviously. Yeah. And then Scar is like having a meeting with his hyena henchman. And I was like, oh no, Scar is going to sing too. Everybody. This and is a musical. It band. is. Everybody and I like sings. musicals, but there's something about this where I was just like, I don't want you to sing. <laughs> um, his song is probably my least favorite. In the yeah. Movie. It's all like. Um, I'm a bad guy. But I mean, Jeremy Irons. Is that who it is? Yes. Okay. And even actually the animators, they, like, the 
powers that be liked his performance so much mm. that they actually kind of reanimated him to look more like Jeremy Irons, like to oh, have okay. features like him. I was thinking through the whole thing, I was thinking it was Alan Rickman. Uh, Alan Rickman. No, never mind. I was thinking Rowan Atkinson, who is in this. Yeah, who's Rowan Atkinson in this? Zazu. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I have, like, so many, like, voice questions as we go along. <laughs> um, and then this, I'm, like, watching it, and it's like, is that is that factually accurate? But, like, are hyenas, like, really mean and, like, vicious? Hyenas are very vicious. Like, would they, like, take down a lion? Probably, yeah. I feel like if I, like, was an animal, I wouldn't fuck with a lion. Um, so, I do have a factoid about okay. this. So, al- although all of the animals are obviously anthropomorphic, I can yeah. never say that word, anthropomorphic in the film, hyenas as the villainous characters. So, this is where, like, Mr. Negative Review Mufasa's a fascist yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of has a point, but also, like, it's an allegory, get over yourself. Yeah. The hyenas as the villainous characters, were most given the short end of the stick from reality. In fact, spotted hyenas are considered the equal of lions in terms of intelligence and ferocity. They have an equally intricate social structure and are less likely to kill their own kind than lions. Hyenas clan matriarchs allow very little intraspecies aggression. Um, Also, while hyenas are portrayed as nearly full scavengers, in reality, lions scavenge the kills of hyenas as much as... As if not more so than hyenas scavenged lions kills. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out hyenas. <laughs> and then the the other part of my like, would that really happen? Is all the wildebeests like like start doing this stampede, mm-hmm. which Scar and his hyenas have kind of orchestrated so that they'll stampede Mufasa yeah. and Simba. And it's like like so many like wildebeests which seem like they'd be like not like apex predators are just stampeding i feel like mufasa would just like stand up and be like by order of the king stop running me over i guess you know that is a little bit of a like contradiction in the movie because it's very much portrayed like that all the animals are sentient and like can communicate with each other's and stuff Whereas that scene is more like what like real life would be yes, where these yeah. wildebeests are unaware and they're just scared and like have a flight drive. Do you right? think they would like, I guess if like that many wildebeests were like stampeding at once, like they would fuck up anyone. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Even if they're not, like a lion, yeah, they would they're like just fuck panicked up, right? and, and running. It's not a nefarious thing. It's a, it's a running yeah, for their like, lives. and But like a stampede, like. I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm using too much of, like, my logical brain. But, like, if I'm running and I see a person in front of me, I'm just going to go around you. But, like, they, they no, don't have they're that, just, like, yeah. They're just so, okay. Yeah. An interesting fact about the Wilderbeast Stampede. It took Disney's CG department approximately three years to animate that scene. A Holy new computer shit. program was written for it that allowed hundreds of computer-generated animals to run without colliding into each other. Wow. So, like, they... They created new software just for yeah. that one scene. That's intense. Yeah. Holy three years. Now they'd probably just like do it in two seconds. Yeah, push a couple yeah. buttons. Yeah, right. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that is how Mufasa dies. He gets like trampled. And what an awful fucking way to die. And like for his kid to fucking like watch it. Yeah. And poor 
Poor Simba. Like, it's like the, the saddest thing. scene ever. It really is. And he was like doing the little like cat thing where he was like nudging him with his yeah, head. And he's he like, crawls Dad. Under yeah. <sighs> and so then I had to think like, how old is Simba? Like, we're just chasing and killing a small child. Because, like, in my head, he's still, like, a year old. And I realize, like, one year for humans is not one year for tigers. True. But he's still just a little baby kitty. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what age. Even, you know, I was thinking about that last night as I was watching it, too, where, like, you have the montage scene of Simba growing up once he yeah. hooks up with Timon and Pumbaa. And I'm like, but really, that would probably just be, like, a few months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of brings up, like, my next point. Like, oh, okay, he lived. He didn't die. And now he has weird friends. Um, weird friends are the best kind of friends. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you not know that that's what this was from? I feel like I knew that it was from Lion King. But, like, I don't know. I don't think I, like, knew the context or something. And then it brought up a thing where it's, like, this is, like, part of my, like, I hate Disney. So, like, Disney adults and the people who, like, make Disney and certain phrases from that Disney film, like, their whole personality. Yeah. Like, people who are just, like, oh, I didn't get that promotion. Well, Hakuna, Hakuna Matata. Matata. And it's, yeah. like, you're 35 years old. Hakuna Matata? Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, they'll wear, like, a shirt that says Hakuna Matata. Yeah. Or like, a mug or whatever. That, and then the other one that immediately came to mind, and I couldn't think of anything else when I was trying to, like, write this down, but the other one that immediately comes to mind is um, from Lilo and Stitch, Ohana. Oh, Ohana means, Ohana family. means no family. No one gets left behind. I know people I who, love like, Lilo and Stitch. It's, I've, I actually watched that on my own accord, like, not that long ago. And it's it's a cute movie. Yeah. But it's, like, I don't know, people that just, like, that's my life's motto, Ohana. And yeah. it's, like, okay, <laughs> cool, I guess. I don't know. Um, And then maybe this kind of goes into also... Maybe I missed a joke or something, but um, we we kind of go back to Pride Rock and we see that Scar is now the king and everything sucks. And he keeps Zazu in a little, like, ribcage jail. Yeah. And he's like, do something to entertain me. And so uh, Zazu is singing. Bunch of cool. and, then, and then he's like, oh, I'll sing It's a Small World. And Scar is like, anything but that song. And it's like. Does it refer to, like, lions being dope or something? Like, what is... I don't understand why he doesn't like I, that song. You know... It's funny, like, that moment caught me. I've never given that that moment a conscious thought before. Mm. But, I mean, it's the, it's the, it's, like, just a famous Disney song. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't know why oh, okay. there's, there's a ride called It's the Small, It's a Small World at Disneyland. Yeah. And, yeah, so, I don't know, maybe it's just too cheerful. Oh, okay. Well, that's so possible. then he goes on to sing, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Okay. And is that song from this movie? No. Okay. Because I remember, like, being, like, my sister being, like, younger, and her and her friend would sing that all the time. It's, so like, it's oh, not it? from, like, I think it is a pre like, it's an older song, yeah. I believe. Um, But when this movie came out, everybody was, okay. was, uh... Yeah, everybody was okay. walking around singing. Because that would have been about the time that, like, my sister and her friends would have, like, sung that all the yeah. time. And then I would just sing it because it's like, this it's is what you're singing. I get yeah. it. But, yeah, okay. So Simba's out just, like, basically being, like, a weed-smoking slacker, just, like, couch-surfing <laughs> with Timon and Pumbaa, where it's like, dude. Eating bugs. Yeah, just get a job here. 
And then the uh, Rafiki is like in his hut doing Rafiki shit, and this like cloud or like this dust like on the on the wind like, yeah. finds its way to his hut, and he's like, oh. A bit of hair and a piece of dust. It's Simba, and he's alive. And it's like, come on now. Rafiki is mystic. I guess so. I do have a bit of a, um, like, what's the word? Like, critique about that. We're like, the only person with the obviously <laughs> African accent is also just becoming the mystical like, the magical black yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. So, have you ever heard that kind of somewhat ties into it? Like, the fun fact about this movie. Have you heard... So, you know, there's always, like, rumors about inappropriate things in Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know the one of about course. this movie? And so when it when it showed up, I was like, oh, it's gonna say sex. And, and it's it like, doesn't. there's nothing. No, they changed it. They edited it. Oh, okay. So, and it doesn't say sex. It says F- SFX. Yeah. Um, around At around 52 minutes, there have been rumors that when Simba collapses on the cliff after talking with Timon and Pumbaa about stars, the dust that flies off the cliff forms the word sex. In fact, it forms the letters F-S- SFX. The abbreviation of the special effects team that worked on the production of the film. But the 2003 Platinum Edition release omits the word altogether. Oh, um, okay. And I would imagine that is the version that we see on Disney+. On Disney+, Plus. Plus, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because, like, I could, like, see the scene, like, happening. Like, as he was, like, walking up that cliff, I was like, oh, this, he's going to, like, collapse down. And the dust is going to come up and it's going to say SFX. And I was like, oh, has it always looked like... You really have to be looking, and I'm still not seeing Yeah, anything. you used to... Like, it was really obvious before. Yeah. You really could see it, but... Hmm. Yeah. It it wasn't S-E-X. It was wow. S-E-X. Um, I love their conversation about the stars, though. Yeah, that was really cute. And Puma goes, I like to think that they were... Um, Balls of gas, like billions Balls of Balls of gas away. burning billions of miles away. Puma, with you, everything is gas. That's another thing I don't like. I don't like, like, not just in this movie, but, like, so many things where it's like, I just hate bathroom jokes. I Yeah. Not everything has this, to be farts and poop. <laughs> um, this actually was the first occurrence. Pumbaa the Warthog was the first character in Disney films to exhibit flatulence. Oh. I'm okay with no one exhibiting flatulence nothing really needs to it doesn't need to like be on screen we don't need farts i'm i'm typically not a bathroom humor kind of person unless it's like really like there there is a time and place like if it's really you can do it no and like yeah i'm i'm not like such a like snob it never where, like, has every, a place every time but... a fart comes on it's like oh, i only laugh at highbrow things <laughs> <laughs> no like there are definitely times when like a fart joke is funny but I don't know, just, like, kids programming. Like, yeah. there's this one cartoon, like, this random thing that my niece watches on, it might even just be on YouTube, and it's about these bugs that are, like, on an island, and they're all, like, I don't even think they talk. They just kind of be like, huh? What? And the one, there's, like, a fat one and a skinny one, because if there's ever, like, two characters, you have to have, like, a fat one and a well, skinny yeah. one. And, and like, the, the fat one always just, like, farts, and there's, like, a cloud of, like, green around him all the time. And literally, that's all this show is. It's just, like, bugs farting. And I'm like, what is it? This is <laughs> fucking awful. I, I mean, like, but babies- little kids. Yeah. 
I was babysitting Wes one time, and uh, and then Ronnie came home, and she's like, hey, how did it go? And I was like, good, we watched, like, such and such. I can't even think of what it's called. But I was like, we watched such and such. And she's like, it's the worst, isn't it? And I was like, it's just farts. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. little kids think butts and farts is, like, top-tier comedy. I guess so. But yes, this was it. the first instance of it displayed okay. on Disney. Well, are there more instances after that? I don't know. Okay. I'm assuming. Yeah. Hmm. okay that's fair enough so yeah and then after that i see my next note was like what is the deal with this baboon <laughs> at least he has a local accent though just i don't know he just seemed like almost I, out of place i like rafiki yeah. squashed banana. yeah um so that he was like follow me if you want to see your father i shouldn't say <laughs> That is what Rafiki says, though. It is, yeah. And um, I saw it from a mile away. It was like, oh, Simba's going to follow him all through the jungle and stuff, and it's going to lead him to uh, a pond. He's going to look in. He's going to see his, his like, face with his big mane and be like, see, look it. That's your dad when it's really it's you because it's the circle of life. And then that happened. Good for you for... <laughs> for seeing through a children's movie. Yeah, yeah bravo. <laughs> um... listening to this movie though like such an iconic soundtrack Mm, like i was like oh i know all these songs this was so you mentioned earlier kind of like the resurgence of disney Mm -hmm. in the 90s it was also the era where they were um getting like pop musicians to do the yeah the sound not the so there's like the musical numbers and then the soundtrack and this one like this one is epic it's Elton John and Tim Rice did the musical numbers, mm-hmm. but then the score was Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, yeah, I saw that. I really liked the score and, like, all the sort of, like, incidental music that sounded like like African music yeah. or, like, what we would think um, of as African music. So Hans Zimmer originally hesitated at the idea of composing the music for a children's animated mm, film, yeah. but eventually joined the production after warming up to the story, which reminded him of his respective relationship with his father and daughter. His attitude towards animated films changed throughout the course of his involvement in the film's production. He later called his experience on working on The Lion King as one of the greatest in his professional career. Wow, cool. So we're convincing Simba that, like, yeah, maybe you should, like, go back and, like... Do your damn job. Yeah. But he's also just like, eh, I'm... I'm, like, Prince Harry. Like, I don't... I don't don't want to. Like, can I just, Too bad you're Prince William. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to. I just, you know, I still want to be, like, a kid and do kid shit. And I did, like, the way they drew his hair. Like, he had, like, a mane, but it still looked like a shaggy, like, teenager hair. You know? Like, it just... I don't know. It was rumored to be modeled off of Bon Jovi's hair. I could honestly see it. I could see it. <laughs> oh, man. The Lion King Jovi. <laughs> but Simba does finally come back, and they have to, like, sneak up on the on the hyenas who are just, like, everywhere. Yeah. And he gets uh, Timon and Pumbaa to, like, be the, the decoy. And then they that's when Timon does this little, like, oh, dance yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. For some bacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. Eat my friend here. He's a big pig. You can be a big pig too. Hi. Is that actually the lie? Yes. My friend here? Yes. Brutal, man. <laughs> Fuck you, Timon. <laughs> Jesus. 
Um, but then, like, finally, like, the, the hyenas give chase, and it's like, how the fuck do they outrun the hyenas? Right? Like, the hyenas are predators. Timon and Pumbaa should not have lived this long as it is. Because it's a cartoon. No, it's, I'm, I will die on this hill. <laughs> Weird hill to die on, but at least I'll be dead. <laughs> um, but no, and then, like, Simba finally, like, gets in there, and he's like, what the fuck's been going on around here? And at first, Scar's like, Mufasa? And it's like, oh, no, it's it's Simba. And then they, like, do this big epic fight. And there is a part in this where, like, it's slow motion. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate this. There is no need for it to be slow motion. I don't know. There was just something. Makes it very dramatic. It was, it was very, I don't know. It was just a little bit ridiculous. It's okay. I have a moment like that in the movie you made me watch, too. Yeah, so. that's fair. Um, but of course, because it's Disney, like, he banishes, no, he doesn't banish Scar, he's like, I'm gonna banish you, and all the hyenas overheard Scar being like, yeah, these guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. They, they, it was it's all, all their, their fault. Idea. And the hyenas are like, can you fucking believe this guy? And then the hyenas just, like, show up and, like, tear him apart. And that was a very intentionally done thing, where Simba, the good guy, never killed any leader. Yeah. 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 Let's let these assholes yeah right um but then in the end uh they uh simba and nala have their own baby kitty (laughs) and it looks and i like how the scene like at the end looks like exactly like the scene at the beginning where like he looks like his dad circle the circle of life (laughs) um okay now i'm going to ask you oh so i gave this five shaggy manes out of ten okay um i said it was kind of trite it was like perfectly like middle of the road Okay. So it was just, it was a movie. I need to know everyone's voice now. Okay. So, um, Simba, young Simba is JTT. JTT. Uh, grown up Simba is Matthew Broderick. Mm. Um, Nala mm-hmm. has made an appearance in Love and Horror before. Oh, is it Jamie Lee Curtis? No. Oh. <laughs> Close. Oh, okay. It's Moira Kelly. Oh, no way! Yeah. Okay. Um, saw her in with honors. Yes. Who else? So, Timon is Nathan Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course it is. Pumba, I can't remember. He's not a name that I knew. Um, the hyenas are Whoopi Goldberg. I thought that was Whoopi Goldberg. And Cheech Marin. I thought that was Cheech, yeah. And originally they wanted Tommy Chong that as well. That would be fucking great. But I don't know, he either wouldn't or couldn't or whatever. Oh. Um, but then if you're going to have Cheech and Chong, it should have been Timon and Pumbaa who should have been Chong. Right. But yeah. Um, Timon, actually, um, there was something about that, that originally they had Nathan Lane, like the Timon and Pumbaa voices were going to be the hyenas, but then they changed mm, it to Timon okay. and Pumbaa. Which Did anyone, like specifically do the voice for crazy ed um not somebody that i recognize so Mm -hmm. i didn't write it down yeah um yeah and then obviously james earl jones yeah those are the main like no one yeah voices yeah yeah cool yeah it was like a very like all the voices were like i know that's a voice like even if i wasn't 100 percent sure but yeah there were a couple of them that i definitely clocked right away like, yeah james earl jones yes yeah. was like oh that's vader <laughs> who is also a father yeah so i just have a few other fun facts that we didn't get okay. to that i sure. will just rattle yeah. through if you're or unless you have anything more um i don't that was okay. all that was all my thoughts so 
There is not a single actual lion roar in the movie. Um, no, but there were a couple of times when there it, was roars. It wasn't actual lions being what? recorded. That was an actor. Um, what? That was an actor? Frank Welker. Damn. Welker. Welker. Provided all the lion roars. Not a single recording of an actual lion roaring was used because the producers wanted specific sounding roars for each lion. Okay, that's a good roar, though. Right? Wow. He was really working on his roar. Yes. He was going to be the main event, and he did it. Like no king was before. <laughs> um, the uh, when, when they dress in hula and try mm-hmm. and decoy yeah. uh, the line what do you want me to do dress and drag and do the hula <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was improvised by nathan lane oh i love him nice i love yeah okay now that like nathan lane has delivered that line it's like okay yes i appreciate that more now um a few weeks before the film opened elton john was given a special screening and he noticed that the film's love song had been left out he successfully lobbied jeffrey katzenberg to have the song put back in, and later it won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. What's the What's the love song in it? Can you feel the love tonight? Oh yeah, of Can course. You I was like, I wouldn't call the, the circle love of love a uh, or circle of life a a love song, but yeah, I forgot about that one. It is where we are. It's just such like, like it's a very iconic soundtrack, but it's very beige. Like there's mm. nothing that like happens in it. It's just like I just love I don't it. Know. Yeah. Um, it is the best-selling home video of all time with more than 55 million copies sold Damn. today. Um, Matthew Broderick, Simba, and Nathan Lane Timon only saw each other once during the production, and that Whoa. was in the hallway. They did all of their voice work separately. No way. That always blows me away. I hear yeah. things like that with an animation all the time, mm-hmm. and I just, I can't imagine being able to deliver that performance without having somebody to be directly playing off of. yeah. Yeah, or you look at the people who do, like, so much, like, CGI work. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I was, like, acting with a tennis ball yeah. the entire time. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, that is real talent. To oh, be yeah, able to 100%. deliver a convincing performance. Yep, for sure. Uh, this film also remains the highest grossing 2D animated film of all time. Wow. It was the last Disney film to be supervised by Jeffrey Katzenberg before he left to form DreamWorks. Oh. Um, and just... Of one last thing about the production. Because uh, things like it taking three years to animate one scene, right? that kind of stuff is very interesting to yeah. me. Uh, nearly 20 minutes of the film were animated at the Disney MGM Studios. Uh, ultimately, more than 600 artists, animators, and technicians contributed to The Lion King over its lengthy production schedule. More than 1 million drawings were created for the film. Uh, including 1,197 hand-painted backgrounds and 119,000 individually colored frames for the film. Wow. I, I like that. Like I, it took me a long time to get out of the mindset that real art means like putting something on paper and like Mm. art can be like digital or whatever, but I do still like have a soft spot in my head for like traditional animation like that. Like where like we drew like cell. Here's a cell and you can see. Yeah. Yeah, Like I get like why and like, you know, computer animation is like just what we do now and it, and it looks fine and everything, but knowing that like, yeah, like all that like extra work went into it. It's, It's like appreciating like all the, um, like stop motion that like Tim Burton did. Yes, like, like, like you, you the, didn't need to do 
stop motion, but I just love Yeah, like the amount of work that goes into one second Mm -hmm. of a stop motion. Yeah, absolutely. I would never have the patience. No, not at all. It'd be like, it's fine. He can move like 18 steps in two frames. Whatever. It's fine. Go to the next thing. Yeah. Anyway, that is it. And (laughs) break. We're going to move on to the horror portion of the evening. It's three o'clock in the afternoon right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I had you watch Train to Busan. You did. Do you know anything about it going into it? I knew it was about zombies. Okay. Which I'm still unsure if they, were they zombies? I'll call those zombies, yeah. Um... You know, I'm going to question it every time it's, we watch a zombie a movie now. It's like, tenuous thing. Because, like, some of you are just, like, so sure about a zombies. And then someone will be like, well, that wasn't zombies because of this. And it's like, that's a stupid reason it's zombies. Like, if I didn't know that there was discourse about it, 100%, I would say this was a zombie movie. But yes. now I know, um, it's in the back of my yeah. mind to question yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I knew it was zombies. And I knew it was Korean. Okay. Um, I didn't know if it was subtitled or not, though. Mm. So, um. No, it was just in Korean, so you had to know how to how to speak it. So. Well, I mean, I didn't know if it was oh like, dubbed or dubbed or Korean actors, but speaking English or oh, you know. Fair enough. Okay, I got you. Um, my sister is obsessed with all things Korean, mm. so she actually I I knew of this that it was uh, she had said that it's one of her favorite movies, oh. horror or otherwise. Yeah. So yeah, but that was pretty much it. Okay, fair enough. Train to Busan is a 2016 movie made in South Korea. It was, uh, I'm going to butcher a bunch of Korean names mm-hmm. now. My apologies in advance. This is where we need Sheila. Yeah, right. It was directed by Yeon Sang-ho, and it stars uh, Gang Yoo, Ma Dong-seok, and Kim Soo-an. It had a budget of $8.5 million, and it went on to make $98.5 million, mm-hmm. uh, the majority of that in South Korea. There are a couple of countries. I know Hong Kong is one of them. Hong Kong isn't a country, but it's like a yeah. principality kind of thing. Uh, and like Malaysia, I think, where it's like the number one grossing Korean film. Oh, okay. So um, it spawned one sequel and one prequel. I did not know about the prequel until I did my notes yesterday. So then I had to go and find it and watch it. Um, it's an animated prequel. It, oh. was, uh, it was okay. It hmm. was... The, I, there were some kind of plot holes where I was like, I don't understand how this is quite a prequel, but <laughs> now I've seen the whole the whole trilogy. So, um, I do have a couple of reviews here. I of course don't have Uncle Raj's review. Why? Um, I have like the review from like RogerEbert.com, mm. but it's not Roger Ebert yeah. that wrote that. Um, but it says the claustrophobic tension of Train to Busan is amplified after a brilliant brilliantly staged sequence in a train station in which our surviving travelers learn that the entire country has gone brain hungry which i take on bridge too because there are no brains brains. yeah it's more like neck hungry yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and then it ends the review with saying and the film is thematically stronger than your average zombie flick in the way it captures how panic can make monsters of us all and it is our responsibility to overcome that base instinct in times of crisis and then I have another review here from Entertainment Weekly, where they wrote that the film borrows heavily from World War Z, which it does, 
um, in, its in its depiction of fast-moving undead masses, while also, also boasting an emotional core the Brad Pitt-starring extravaganza often lacked. Uh, I did find one negative review from IndieWire, where they said that the character, as characters whittle away into archetypes, the spectacle also sheds its unique personality. Um, and then there was one more where um, a reviewer said that the movie doesn't add anything significant to the zombie genre, nor has anything perceptive to say about humanity in the face of a crisis. It's like, I would, I would disagree with that. Um, so it's kind of two-part. I would say the first part, does it have to? Exactly. Yeah. And the second part, yeah, I, I think I would slightly disagree. Yeah. And then, um, oh, my quote got, got cut off here, but uh, basically the gist is um, Edgar Wright, who is the filmmaker who made Shaun of the Dead, mm -hmm. said it's like one of his favorite zombie yeah. movies. So, um, yeah, so lots of accolades there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 94% on the tomato meter. I almost said tomato meter. On the tomato meter. Um, and an 8.9 audience score. And then Metacritic has a 73 meta score and a 7.9 user rating. So, So yours was pretty consistent too. It was, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I found it interesting that meta score was, like, across the board lower than mm. Rotten Tomatoes was interesting, but still, like, very, very high accolades for it. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give me a synopsis? A workaholic father is struggling to connect with his young daughter. All she wants to do is go stay with her mum. He begrudgingly agrees to take her to Busan on the train the following day, but he'll be back by lunch to go into the office for some important businessy stuff. There are already signs that something is not quite right, but they proceed. Soon, some strange passengers begin uh, to cause havoc on the train, and it becomes an effort to survive a, a zombie apocalypse. Will the father and daughter bond through the trauma? And who will survive? Who will survive? Nobody. <laughs> Spoiler. I can only find a few fun facts here. Um, I think because of just maybe the... Uh, cultural and language yeah, barrier. it's like, not like just, American pop culture. Yeah, so it was hard to find a whole lot. Listen. But, um, so I can tell you that the train stations that they kind of like call out as they're, mm -hmm. as they're traveling, um, that was, that were their, their filming location. So this was filmed at Daejeon, Chonan, and East Daegu stations. Um, interesting though, it didn't say anything about Busan. Oh. Wow. So, weird. Well, but they never got to the Busan. This Bissons is true. They, they got like almost to Busan. Yeah. So it's it's the train almost to Busan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we had mentioned further up in in the uh, in the review, by further up I mean further up my notes. <laughs> earlier in in the thing, um, one of the reviews mentioned World War Z. Right. And the uh, the way the zombies move is like the only time we've ever really seen that before is in World War Z. Oh, okay. Where like there's parts where the zombies kind of all like pile up and almost become like a rolling ball. Yeah, of yeah. That was like very world. Oh, bad. okay. Yeah, that movie gets a bad rap because the book was so 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 good, oh. and then the movie just like, what did you do with this? But I've been thinking lately. It's like I should revisit it and watch it like just for the movie and not think about mm. the book at all. I think that's that is a pitfall of a lot of movies based on books. Yeah. So um. Yeah, the effects like that definitely we could like as soon as I saw that I was like, oh, that's that's World War Z. Mm. 
Um, and I, then the, go ahead. I have thoughts on some of the effects. I, I have a couple comments. On okay. It. The zombie movements were partially styled after um, a couple of different video games, as well as the nurses in Silent Hill. Oh, okay. Which, even if you haven't played Silent Hill or seen Silent Hill, you've probably seen the nurses. Um, they're kind of like nurses, but then they're all like kind of like wrapped in bandages. Oh, okay. And they kind of make these like perky jerky the, I, I've definitely, the, the individual movements of them felt very familiar and i was yeah. like trying to place it and think like it also kind I mean, of some sort feels... of a music video or or some oh, okay. yeah something i don't know it also like that kind of like that herky-jerky kind of movement kind of feels like in the ring too like the way like oh. samara moves and whatnot so yeah i mean it's, it's almost a trope on its own mm. kind of like just weird like movements like that um, but yeah, that's kind of all my fun facts. So why don't you go ahead and give me all your thoughts and feelings on Train to Busan. <laughs> so the very, like, the establishing scene is a, a truck driver driving into, like, a quarantine zone. Mm-hmm. And he is having a shit day. He is. Uh, and he hits a deer. And then the deer comes back to life. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we've even got zombie animals. Yeah. But then we never see any more zombie animals. We don't, no. I mean, most of the action takes place on a train. so ob- But, like, when they get off and stuff. I would expect if there are zombie animals, they're going to be, like... Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That, that uh, was I need to stop of, saying everywhere. What's wrong with everywhere? I don't know. You could say it everywhere you want. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, when that scene first came on, I had a kind of a thought that like, oh, are we going to see like... Yeah. And then it wasn't... I didn't even have a conscious thought about it again until I was looking through my notes again after. Ah. And I'm like, oh yeah, there was yeah, a zombie deer. And that deer? never came yeah. up again. But I felt like that was... So there were a couple thoughts I had about that establishing scene. And, like, I feel like we... I know for sure we've seen this at least once before. But, like, maybe several times where we see, like, a truck driver at the beginning of a horror movie that, like, a barrel falls off his truck. Or there's different... Yeah, there's been a few different things that, that, yeah, the... Movie has been established by a truck driver yes. doing something. Even yeah. um, Pet Cemetery. Um, yeah. Like, it, it seems to come up a lot. It's really maligning the name of truck drivers. We should take this all the way to Ottawa. We should. And have a, and have just a, a protest that is I'll also I'll rent the Bouncy party. Castle. Yeah, thank you. We also need a couple of uh, hot tubs. <laughs> um... And then the other thought that I had about that initial scene, I'm like, oh, we're starting another one in a quarantine zone. These all feel so on the nose these days. Right? Yeah. But yeah, so we kind of get some some backstory where we learn that that the our main character, who my sister sent me a picture of last night and said, by the way, the main character is very pretty. He is. He's yes. A, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't hate watching two hours of beautiful no, Korean people. No, It's funny seeing pictures of him, like, like when he's, like, not in character, where mm. it's, like, like, there's just, like, because it's a cultural thing, like, the men there are very, what, like, 25 years ago, we probably would have called, like, metrosexual. It's yes, Like, you know, yeah. they, like, brush their very, hair and wash their ass, right. you know, but... Do skincare. Yeah, and... yeah, but it's just, like, like, their hair is all nice, and they're, like, then they, like, dressed really nice. It's like, yeah. oh, you are very... You're a very good-looking person. Yeah, but yeah, so we we you know see him at work and some there. He's a fund manager. Manager. Yes. <laughs> I love that fund manager in Korean is yes. fund manager. Yeah. I love listening to people who like speak a different language and then they'll just like 
throw in like a couple of words in English and it's um, like, is there not a word or yeah. like, like an approximation I for that? watched something a while ago where I think it was Japanese, but it's kind of a similar thing where there's like a syllable put on the end to like Japanese it up if there's no, <laughs> and, and there's actually like a logical reason for it. And oh, okay. it's just because of like how their grammar works that you can't end a word oh, on this type of a okay. syllable or whatever. So, so in this, it was manager sounded the same, but but fund, they added a uh to the end. It was fund a manager. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and that's just like how their grammar works. So, well, so there isn't like, a word, but this is how we take the existing English word and make it a Korean okay. word. Because, yeah, like listening to like when they like, like talk about the characters and they'll like say someone's name. Like you can hear how like that last syllable is like really like overpronounced. Mm. Like... There was one where I was like, because I'm trying to like pick it out and it's like, well, I haven't heard you like say the actual name. So like, is that not what their name is? Like in Korean? Yeah. But, um, Even some of the city names were like that. Like listening to the dialogue and reading it and it's like, they this the city name is the city name, but like I never heard it sound like what yeah, I would think it would sound yeah. like. Yeah. Now that like I think that. about it, it maybe has actually was my sister that was explaining that. Oh, maybe. Syllable yeah. thing to me. Because um, she's been trying to learn Korean. Mm, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything, like, specifically written here. But, yeah, it's very, like, like, um, it makes me think of this such a tangent, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. I think you watch, because I, I watch on Instagram Reels, and I feel like you watch the same guy, or you're familiar with the same guy on on uh, TikTok, where he is a teacher, and he, oh, and yes, he like, imitates exactly. all his little kids, and it's, like, how kids talk. And it's, like, well, I did this yesterday... I literally don't even care, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's just like that's that's what it makes you think of. Like, oh, I that love last it. Letter. I don't care, bro. <laughs> hey, buddy, why are you up? <laughs> I love it so much. I do too. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but yeah, like um, he's this fun manager, and he's telling his assistant guy to sell a bunch of stocks or whatever and there's there's some trouble in business world Mm -hmm. and he's clearly overworked and and doesn't get to spend enough time with his daughter and they show a video of her at her recital and he wasn't there and she couldn't even finish her song she was so sad and yeah they do that like close-up on her face in the video and it's like oh she is a good little amazing especially like like in the second half of this movie yeah towards the end like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh she yeah so so good yeah like at the time she was only i think like nine or ten years old so like they got such a good performance from her and then i was really i'm like i obviously based on the name of the movie this is going to take place on a train and i really was thinking for a while that suan was gonna end up on the train by herself and i am so glad that didn't happen yeah 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 because she kept saying like i can take the train by myself i can take the train and it's like you're a kid no you can't when they're driving to the train station and, and the dad is trying to talk to her about her recital and, and she didn't uh, finish her song, he mm-hmm. says, you must finish what you start. Yeah. And I felt like that felt like some foreshadowing. Mm, yeah. And I mean, yes and no, I guess. Yeah. I didn't really specifically come back in a on the nose like there's... Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's more like, you know, you kind of like need to like stay true to your word. Yeah. True to your word and like be like a a decent person or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So I had two thoughts back to back. One is, oh, I'm so glad she didn't get on the train by herself. Oof, but I am not glad that last passenger got on. Oh, yeah. 
And then we have some scenes where they're still trying to, like, is this person just on drugs or are they? Yeah, yeah. And, like, the little girl comes and she's, like, standing between the train attendants and this person who they don't know what's going on. And I'm like, why are you not shooing this little kid away? Yeah. And also, like, little kid, why are you so fucking snoopy? Right? I mean, little kids are snoopy. Well, yeah, but I felt like she was, like, extra snoopy. And, yeah, yeah, like, they even stopped to say, like, hey, if you don't, like, study, you'll end up like Yeah, exactly. And I would be like, no, I would say, maybe it's time you go find your seat. Yeah, where's your dad? Yeah. And then, for what felt like a long time, there's, like... This girl lurching around the train and collapsing and everybody's just like, oh, look, I'm looking at my phone. Right? And I'm like, yeah. that is real. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. Like, I would be like, so. Yeah. Like, I don't want to How do you like be, that weather? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to be the guy that, like, takes charge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. I am not. If, if I don't acknowledge it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it, it feels very much like, not my problem. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And then, so that took a while to, like, you know, we had the, the few scenes with yeah. with her. And um, and then, like, flipping a switch, shit just got yep. real. Yep, I, um, I'm like, she took so long to, like, transform and start eating people and stuff. And then the first person that she bites is, but maybe, I guess maybe in hindsight, it's probably to do with the location of the bite, right? Because the other people oh, that we maybe. see later, like her dad and stuff, when they get bit on the hand, it takes them a while and they're conscious for a while. Whereas oh, she yeah. bit their necks, so that's maybe a, that's a really good point. I've like I've been like rewatching The Walking Dead, and that happens like a lot in this too, where it's like that person took like hours a turn, and that person turned in like two minutes. Mm. Like there are no rules to this. What? But you're right. It depends on like where and maybe where the severity of for the sure. Bite? I don't know. Yeah, that um, that is wow. Look at you bring in some zombie logic here. well yeah zombies are very logical they are very logical um <laughs> so jesse watched this with me oh nice and uh she made a comment she's like like regarding the how how like fast then like mm-hmm. she was started killing people and stuff yeah. she's like wow she's killing it literally <laughs> <laughs> you go girl you kill those people yeah. um but then so still there's like you know, parts of the train where nobody knows anything's going on. But even, like, so the dad wakes up from his nap and his daughter's in her seat. And he wanders up to the beginning, like, to the front of the car. And she's in the bathroom or whatever. But he doesn't know she's in the bathroom. And mm-hmm. he seems so unconcerned for a while. Yeah. And I feel like if I woke up from a nap and my kid wasn't there, even on an enclosed... Like, a train is a mile long. Oh, for like, sure. Yes. You could totally lose somebody on a train yeah um so i was like why are you not more concerned i wonder if that's like a cultural thing though because mm. even where like the little girl said like well i could take the train by myself yeah i wonder if she's like well my friends have taken the train yeah before. maybe you know it's, it's hard to say anyway i felt like he yeah but i i definitely like from, from our eyes i was just like why are you not worried because then his phone rings and he like yeah, answers that and it's like no no don't answer the phone go find, find your, your fucking kid, kid. yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, holy shit, this is escalating so quickly. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of, um, like, once once the zombies really started taking over and stuff, I feel like I've made this comment in other videos. There was something, I, can, I can't describe it or put my finger on it. 
really good that I can't describe it in our audio Perfect. format here. Perfect. Draw um, a picture. <laughs> nope. Um, that there are some shots of the zombies that, like, they do something with the speed of the camera. That yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like slow motion but fast motion at the same time. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't explain it, but I've seen it in other mm-hmm. movies. I feel like maybe 28 Days Later. Okay. I had some... Anyway, but yeah, I, I like the way that it, it's like everything's moving so fast, but then we slow down and you can really see the features on this face, but it still feels like it's going really fast, yeah. but it's not. And Yeah, I don't know. It's, huh. it's, it's striking to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the guy that ends up becoming kind of the secondary hero yes, that we yes. meet with the pregnant wife. He's just I, so... I, I like to call him Korean Dave Bautista. I, totally, yeah. Because to me, that is just, like, like who he is. But he's just so, like, he starts off a little douchey and, and like, a little... Like, he's he's watching all these people starting to panic and stuff, and he's still just, like, leaning up against a wall, taking it yeah. all, and he's just, like, cool as a cucumber, but then also a bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, to others and his wife. Yeah, and right? Then it's, like... I really ended up liking him by the end. I know, because then, like, when it's time to fight, like, he takes off that jacket, and it's like, oh, yes, Mr. Muscles. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just thought it was so funny mm-hmm. how he was just like, I made that. And he was just all right? like, That's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he lived in North America, he would be the kind of guy that uses the word baby batter. It's just, <laughs> I hate it so much. Like, just, I did that. I made that. It's like, I have to throw up in my mouth now. Goodbye. Yeah. Um. And then I found the scene where they were um, watching the news on the train and it was like a government official or something and they're talking about these things and they're saying, don't fall for unfounded rumors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, unfounded rumors? Bitch, they're seeing it in front of their eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. But, but it felt so real that like the world is in... Is, uh, unfolding in chaos. Yeah. And they're like, everything is under Everything's control. Under control. Yeah. Like, no, it ain't. There might be a Chinese balloon flying above, <laughs> but everything's fine. We've shut yeah. it down. It's totally fine. There's there's another one now. It's totally oh, oh, fine. Oh, and a third now. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. I don't either. Yeah. So, anyway. I'm not mad that they shot them down. We'll just yeah, I, I definitely think that's the right thing, but then they keep coming and it's like... Yeah, what's going on? I have a nervous. I have a nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm trying not to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. The, the government official says, to the best of our knowledge, your safety is not in jeopardy. It's the like, fuck have you it isn't. Yeah. yeah. Right. The fuck it isn't. Um, and then we're like, oh, so much for the military. Yep. They are now all zombies too. And then I just had an existential moment of like, Will he learn to think of others? Oh. Yeah, because he, like, pulls aside Suan at one point, and he's like, no, in a time just like think this, of you, you think of yourself. Yeah. And it's like, cool, Dad, thanks. And then the the um, Korean Dave Bautista is at one point mad at the dad because he tried to close the door, and yeah. he's like, you know, we're going to have an issue here. Yeah. So they, they kind of just bust each other's chops for the rest of the movie. But at one point, he, when they're, yeah, at the train station, and they... They're kind of 
trying to get everybody on the other side of the glass doors, and he says, asshole, come on! And yeah. he holds the door for him, but he still yeah. calls him an asshole. Yeah, right? I thought that was cute. Yeah. There's just, and there, there's just so many of them. I know. Like, it, it really um, was cool how they, like, the visuals of it and stuff. Yeah, they it, kind it of, was cool. When they started, like falling out of windows or falling on top of the trains and like it was like they were pouring out and it was it was neat i liked yeah. i liked it yeah i um, like the way they show like where they all kind of just like pile up like that yeah because it really like gives you like a, a new definition of like a zombie horde like there's well, just everywhere and so it, many of them and it shows how they're um it's like the wildebeests and yes where it's yeah. just like hive, hive mind, mind. yes yeah, where yeah. there's no 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 conscious yeah, thought there, of there's anything. no like ego anymore it's yeah. just like what like Survive. at our basis level yeah. like what do we want yeah fuck um, people up so i had a parallel i was already gonna draw between lion king and this look at that and now this is a second because wow. i didn't even think about that until just now it's an unintentional theme <laughs> even when we try not to have a theme <laughs> we have a theme for the record the theme is dads yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i like that uh that I'm just going to call him Korean Dave Bautista now. At one point finds like a shield and he's like running through the station with yeah, a sword yeah. and a shield. And yeah. I'm like, we got like a real samurai here Right? Now. Yeah. Um, the character's name is Yoon. Okay. So, thank you. Yeah. Korean Dave Bautista. That's better. And he's also a martial artist. Like in real life, he's a martial artist and an amateur arm wrestler. <laughs> well, so it's like, well, that, that feels like Dave Bautista then because he was yeah. a wrestler. So, and, yeah. and I mean... Arm wrestler, like... Yeah, when you have guns like that, yeah. you use them. Yeah. yeah, he got some pipes. He does. Um, okay, so now we're back in the train, and um, there's, like, the three dudes that are going to go rescue the girl yes. stuck in the bathroom, yeah. and the the baseball player kid yeah. opens up a duffel bag, and it's, like, full of zippers. I was like, why, why do you have zippers? How is this going to come into play? Why do you have zippers? Yeah, I'm like, why is there just a full like, bag full of zippers? You just went to like the fabric store yeah, I, and was like, "I need twenty like separating zippers." I for need a to just like fill a duffel bag with some random stuff. Yeah, it was very because they weren't attached to anything. No, they were just, just loose zippers. Zippers. And I was like, <laughs> weird. I well, never... I got into it because then I started questioning: Did I actually see what I thought? Yeah, I saw and I, I didn't like <laughs> catch that the first time I watched it, but I, I when I rewatched it last night, I was like. Zippers? Um, this looks like that bag I have in my sewing room. Just crammed full of zippers. <laughs> uh, so then the, the three guys, they gear up, they wrap their arms in tape, which I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure I understand what the purpose was. Was it to prevent bites? Yeah, was it to... so they can't. But then, like... But they only like, went halfway up their arm. Well, and like, then, like, Yoon has, like, short sleeves. So, yeah. like, like, his elbow is completely exposed. Yeah, and very biteable. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so they gear up and then they go through the few cars that they need to to get to the mm-hmm. girls trapped in the bathroom. And that fight scene was pretty badass. Yeah, like, yeah it was. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Okay. <laughs> and now we've come to story time. Uh-oh, I love it. <laughs> so my note just says, oh, that's why they have all the baseball bats. So... The whole way through the movie up to this point, I was, like, aware that there was a sports team, but I was like, what sport are they? Like, I don't know what sport they're playing. And, oh, okay. And then 
at one point, oh, they get to the car where the other members of the team mm-hmm. are, and the kid's kind of having trouble killing his friends, yeah, right? Yeah, or, yeah. like, fighting. And I realized that, I'm like, oh, the pants they're wearing, they're baseball pants. Obviously, yes, they're baseball players. That's a yeah. big sport over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> that's why there's all the bats, yep. dummy. yep. What did you think? They were a zipper team? I just, well, I never, I just was like, I just kept thinking of them as the sports team. I never, I never realized, or I, I didn't know what sport they were. Mm. And then I saw the pants and I was like, oh, they're baseball. So seeing the pants made me think that they were baseball. Not seeing the fucking baseball bats. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm smart. That's good. Um, And then I was like, oh. Oh, they can't see in the dark. Mm-hmm. And then a second later, oh, but they can hear in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, that, that's going to, they're going to, that that's going to somehow get them out of this, mm-hmm. this can't mm-hmm. see in the dark. Yeah. Um, I was not right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so shortly after I put two and two together with the, with the baseball bats, then a whole bunch of baseballs fall out of a bag on the yeah. shelf. And I'm like, yeah. is this about to get all home alone in here? Oh, ha All the zombies just, like, <laughs> slipping on the balls. Um, <laughs> I love the scene where they, they finally get to where the girls are in the bathroom, and the pregnant woman, Dave Bautista's wife, sees him, and she, like, for a second has this, like, huge look of relief on her face, and then she slugs him. Yeah. I love like, that. I'm like, that felt like a real... Fucking love yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um... And then I liked, that's kind of where we started really seeing the two um, men, like, working together, but re- still shitting on each other, yes, like, giving yeah, each other yeah, a hard time. Sure. And I, 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 that, there were a lot of things where I'm like, I feel like that would be, like, you could see that happening in a situation. Like, for they're sure. lightening the mood or, like, just trying to, yeah. yeah, just the way they kind of bonded. I, yeah, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Mr. Muscles, I had him written in here as Mr. Muscles. Mr. Muscles, yeah. <laughs> um, gets bit, and then oh, he sacrifices himself. I know. Um, and his, his, like, last words were like, this is the name for our kid. <laughs> um, oh, I might have looked away at that second, I don't mm. Yeah, he, like, says something, and it's like, and I can't remember what the name is, but he's like, like, our our kid's name. He's like, did you hear that? And she's like, yes. And oh, okay. So like, I yeah. missed that. The, that was the thing. It was This was a tricky movie to take notes on because, like, you yeah. couldn't look away for a second. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't mind movies with subtitles at all. No, I, no. I yeah, yeah. like subtitles. Yeah, it's but, just like an, an added like, But yeah, it was layer. definitely like, in other, if if I'm going to write down more than a couple words in any movie, I'll, I'll pause it yeah. so that I can not miss anything, but... um. But yeah, this one, it was like, if I had one word to write down, yes. I was pausing it. So it's already a two-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I just have a random note here that, like, I really was like, they're really good zombies. Like, I yeah. really like the yeah. zombies in this movie. All the makeup, like, all, like, the veins you see in their face and stuff, that was all, like, airbrushed in. Oh, really? Like, individually. Yeah, I just, I really, I, I don't know, I thought they were good zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked them. And I also liked, I felt like, and this maybe kind of speaks to one of the reviews that you read, I felt like there was a lot of story and character arc. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot yes. of character development in in what could have just been a gory zombie movie. Yeah, like, we know who these people are. Yeah, and, and you can see like, them. 
is not just like, oh, I know who like the main character is, but like yeah. everyone had enough. Even of a like the the old ladies and yeah. stuff. Yeah, the old ladies who I feel like were very young women who were playing. Like, Absolutely, like the I the thought that too. Hair, yes, like, the one the with the curly hair. I was like, you are like twenty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. Okay, I had a longer note here, and I'm like, what was I trying to say? But so there was a moment where I felt like it feels like Dawn of the Dead a little bit in that. Like, they're fighting, 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 but it's spreading so fast. Yeah. There's exactly. no holy. Like, you've just killed 20 zombies, and now there's 200. Right yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so fight all you want, but yeah, it's only going so far. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's not to Busan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I bet you guys are happy that they kicked you out of that car. Yeah. Because they, they all, like think that they're infected so they make them go wait in the vestibule yep. and and then the old lady just opens the door and lets the zombies right in. yeah just because grief is a hell of a drug i, I guess, guess yeah. yeah um but yeah i'm like that was the best thing that could have happened to you i right? guess yeah absolutely <laughs> and then i was like oh fuck now we have to switch trains uh, it felt like this was coming to a close, and we still have a half an hour left. There were a couple of parts This movie where... should have ended four times before yes, it did. where it's like, okay, that's the end. Nope, nope, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what next? And then I had a... I'm like, I'm, I felt like that should be coming to an end, and now it's not, and we have half an hour left, and I'm a little bit annoyed. <laughs> um, and so I said, I'm sick of these motherfucking zombies on these motherfucking trains. <laughs> um when they are at the train station and the conductor's trying to find another train to take them further and whatever we all of a sudden get this really like i really at first i was like this feels weird and then i'm like oh but i like it it starts off with some like epic sounding like I, th- I think I've said like about 7,000 like, times like, in the know, last whatever. five minutes, but like action movie sounding mm. music. It's yes. Like this really. Yeah. But then it morphs into spooky horror sounding yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked the way they did that. Yeah. So then they, the, the three remaining people get on this train, just the engine, and, mm. uh, but then all these zombies are like hanging off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, um, he gets them, like, kicks them all off, the, the breaks them all loose from the train. Mm-hmm. So it's just the three of them on the train. Yeah. The conductor's already gone. So presumably it's just the three of them in the train that's driving itself. Yeah. And he kind of leans back and takes a breath and it's like, oh, we're safe. And I'm like, yeah, don't yeah. get too comfy there. Yeah. Every time you've had a moment where you're like, okay, we just need to get there now. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, of course, then the other guy who was the real asshole through the whole thing. Yeah, that fucking um, businessman guy? Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he's in the the engine, and he ends up biting the dad, and they, he realizes he's got to sacrifice himself. And yeah. The, and that's where, like, the acting of that little girl was oh, unreal. God. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just like, just one thing after another. Like, you you have to wrap this up at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that whole scene where, like, she's, like, crying and screaming and carrying on and, like, the the other woman has to, like, kind of, like, hold her in the, like, yeah. engineer room yeah. or, like, whatever. And then the dad, like, goes to, like, the end of the engine where he, like, is turning and dying and whatnot. Yeah. And he's, like, remembering, like, when she was a baby and he was holding her and it's just, like, 
so like here's like every ounce of like emotion we can like pull out of this except then that was my moment where i when you were talking about lion king and you're like it's just so the he's standing on the back of the engine and he's having flashbacks to holding her as a baby and there's a sad piano music and i'm like no no, no, it just it, no. It, it was very. It took a real was, cheesy turn it was there very for a second. Melodramatic, and I feel yes, like that's, that's exactly the, the word I used when I think that's like just how like Korean dramas mm. are. I think when you see clips where it's just like I think that's yeah. like how a lot yeah. of it just felt very like are. out of yes. place and melodramatic, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was like, ooh, I don't <laughs> no, I don't like that. Oh, and I was mad. I'm like, seriously, the dad, we were so close. I know. I mean, I know not to expect a happy ending yeah. anymore, but what the actual fuck? Yeah, yeah. When he was fighting the, like, dickhead businessman who had, like, just turned, and he's, like, trying to get him off the, off, like, the engine. Yeah. And he wraps that chain around his body. Yeah. And to, like, anchor him to the, to the engine, then he, like, throws the guy off. It's like, would that not, like, break your fucking back? I would think so, yeah. <laughs> um, so then, it's just the pregnant lady and the little girl left. Yep. And they come across another obstacle in the tracks. Yeah, because of course. Of course, we can't be done yet. Yeah. Um, so they're walking through this tunnel, which seemed like a bad idea. Yeah. And the military's at the end of it, yeah. and they're trying to determine whether they're infected or not. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of don't tell you whether they... Because the, they get the instruction to kill them. Yeah. And then the guy's starting to think about pulling the trigger, and then he can't, he's not sure, and then some more military guys run in, and then it just ends. And I'm like, are we to well, believe that they rescued them? Were, I wonder if maybe you were looking down for a second, because they have, they're like, he has like his finger on the trigger, and then they can hear the little girl singing. singing. Yeah. And then... The, the subtitle says, they're survivors, they're survivors. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't And then that's that. when all the guys come out oh, okay. and they, they do rescue. Okay, them. that's yes. good. Because Jesse and I were like, she's like, no, I think they got rescued. And I'm like, but did they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better. But, yeah. I mean, two out of the... And, I mean, I'm sorry. Military or not, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean... I would like to think that there is, like, some kind of stronghold somewhere. You keep thinking that. Okay, I will. Anyway, that is all I had. So, okay, I went through a whole range of emotions with with scoring this one. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was... Awesome. It, like, for a lot of it, kept me on the edge of my seat. I, I liked the visuals. I liked... I liked the closeness of the set like mm-hmm. how it all happened just in this yes in this kind of close like the review that you read said claustrophobic yes yeah I liked a lot about it and then I was already so I had like a number in my head and then I was like as we went on to our like 17th ending I was annoyed by how I'm like it went on a little too long mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to take a half a point away just because I feel like it dragged out That's at the fair. end. Yep. And then we had the scene with the flashbacks and the piano music. And I'm like, that lost another <laughs> half a point for <laughs> oh, <no>. me. <laughs> so in the end, I gave it seven out of ten baseball bats. Okay. That's fair. So still respectable. Yeah. I overall did really enjoy it. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The, the sequel is interesting. I mean, sequels are never, I feel, as strong as the original. Yeah. 
because like this sequel is especially like tried to really like capture like all the action and stuff mm. uh, and it's like the action wasn't really the heart of the yeah. story like it so, was a, a real story yeah so the sequel is a lot more like actiony and mm. stuff so i mean it's still interesting yeah but but yeah i mean it's train to busan could have easily just been like a standalone yes film, for so. sure yeah cool yeah well so that was our our return with our no theme theme <laughs> But uh, next episode, we are we have a theme, and it is um, the theme of this podcast. I think so. Which is I Heart Justin Long. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we are going to, I'm going to have you watch Barbarian. Which is like super new, and I've yeah. heard, I've heard so many people talk so highly of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of excited because I feel like it's, a good movie. Yeah. But I've also heard that it's really scary. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to make you watch Accepted. That sounds could really scary. not be more different. <laughs> um, yeah. So tune in next time and we will talk some Justin Long. Yeah. Uh, if you want, you can email us at loveandhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at loveandhorrorpodcast. I'm on Instagram at Deanne Teresa. I'm on Instagram at calamity underscore Laura. What do we have that's brand new? TikTok! We got of a course. TikTok. A TikTok. I only talk about TikTok every waking minute, so it was only fitting that we uh, have one of our own now. Yeah. There's a whopping three videos on Ooh, it so far. We'll get there. What's the, what's the name of our TikTok? Love and horror. Love and horror. Um, I personally love when you're like, I was reading this article... Okay, I saw it on a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so lately now I just say, so I was watching a video. Yeah. I don't need to tell you where yeah. the video was. We know where it was. We know where it was. Yeah. I mean, I do occasionally watch videos on Facebook or go. Instagram that See? are TikToks that have made it to their yeah. reels. It's fine. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. And then you can also, if you want to send us a couple of dollars, you can do that at uh, coffee, which is ko-fi.com slash love and horror podcast. So until next time, remember, all is fair in love and horror. I had a thought on the way over here that I'm like, is this going to be like episode one where we don't remember how to talk to each other? How do words make? He'll be back by noon, by lunch though. Blah, blah, blah. He'll be back by lunch to go... Sorry. The Lion King follows Simba. (laughs) I feel like I should be, like, having my phone set up to record for a TikTok.